to the watch party podcast and today we have a little fun topic to talk about and that is the man the myth the legend martin scorsese uh and we're going to talk a bit about his movies and what we like about them name some of our favorite ones and then just talk about yeah what kind of makes a scorsese movie and it's me and eric today hello eric hello 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 so scorsese i would say that's a name everyone knows right even if you I haven't seen a movie uh, like one of his movies. You do know about it. I, I, I would say if you like movie, movies, at least, you probably have seen a movie. Maybe you don't know that it was a Scorsese movie. Yeah. But, you know, he's made some really uh, amazing movies that's famous. You know, you should should have watched them. Yeah, some, exactly. some Some of them, at least. Yeah, True. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe we could just, I will just briefly talk about his, like he was born in the forties in 42 and, uh, you know, he has used a lot of his upbringing as kind of a theme in his movies. You know, he was brought up as a Catholic and he has uh, Italian heritage and, you know, a lot of this has been kind of his, what do you, what do you call it? Yeah. His theme in movies. And he was also born in New York and a lot of his movies, not a lot, but some of them are set in New York. Some of his best are set in New York. And I do think that he uses a lot of his experiences when making movies. Mm. Uh, Like if I, if someone were to ask you which Scorsese movie is the ultimate Scorsese movie, not like the best one, but but you know, if someone said, okay, I want to get into Scorsese, where should I start? What's your kind of... Where should you start? You should start with uh, Taxi Driver. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, Because it's one of... uh, Like, Taxi Driver came out during the 70s. Mm. Uh, What exact year was it? Uh, 76. 76. Oh, sorry. So, it's like one of his first major hits i would i would assume you know um and yeah. got robert de niro in it it's um, a movie you don't see a lot you know it's very raw um mm. very uh, interesting in that way so i would i would suggest uh, taxi driver how about you uh yeah i agree with taxi driver uh, that is a really good one but i would also um uh, actually say maybe goodfellas yes i was like that's kind of a really classic scorsese movie and of course you have the mafia in there uh Mm. so yeah yeah he does Uh, a lot of movies about the mafia yeah yeah and that kind of makes you think does he know any mafia kids or something you know he probably has some like maybe he grew up grew up uh, maybe some old family members or he had some ties uh so he saw some he got some kind of view inside that business um, yeah probably because since he does so many movies about it i would assume and like real mobsters there are some youtube videos uh, about this um real mobster uh, michael francis i don't remember which you have seen those on youtube and he talks great about scorsese movies as well and he's been a mobster uh high-ranking mobster he's not anymore but 
he's, yeah, yeah. he really likes his movies too so yeah that's kind of cool yeah. uh, actually uh, and of course he's done some non-mob movies so of course you have the a- a- aviator which is about howard hughes uh, and then you have the wolf of wall street of course which is about what's his name jordan belfort yeah yeah exactly. those are kind of movies that are not about the mob but i'm thinking maybe we should uh delve into one of his movies and kind of talk about it uh and i'm thinking uh, maybe you should i think you know which movie i want you to talk about yeah. uh but maybe we could start about that with that yeah like this is my <clears throat> favorite movie uh, of all time actually and it's shutter island yeah it came out uh, in 2010 it stars mm. uh, leonardo dicaprio as the lead and mark ruffalo as like the second lead yeah, and basically, I'm not. I, I don't really want to spoil it because I really think that people should watch it. But basically, they are playing um, detectives that goes to this island called Shutter Island, which houses a, a mental asylum, mm. and they have to investigate the disappearance of a murderer who escaped from the hospital. Um, and like it's a hospital for the criminally insane, so it's quite important that they find this guy. Um, yeah. So basically, that's the plot. That's mm-hmm. what you should know. And just the the setting with asylum. Uh, it's on an island. It's gloomy. It's got great actors in it. Yeah. It's my favorite performance of uh, Leo, and he has so many f- good performances. Mm. Um, and it's just a really cool movie because if you watch, I I watched it a lot of times, and it's one of those movies that you can really find something new or find a connection. Obviously, I know every single twist and turn in the in the movie, so yeah. I kind of know what to look for. But the first couple of viewings is amazing, I mm. think, because it's much deeper than you think oh yeah it really is mm. what I, I i love about it is that it has such a horror aspect even though it's not technically a horror movie i mean it does have a couple of jump scares but it mm. i don't know you just feel uncomfortable yeah, <laughs> you, you get that dread and just the setting kind of helps with that you know um like i said it's rainy it's gloomy on an island of all places with an asylum you know Mm. when the people there are there for a reason because they're insane yeah and you got this uh, detectives trying to solve the mystery Mm. Um, if if that doesn't get you like intrigued to watch the movie uh, i don't know what to tell you no (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's insanely good. Mm. Uh, I remember, did it win any awards? Uh, uh, it won some awards. Let's see. Um, didn't want to win an Oscar or anything, but it won, like, mm. uh, from uh, uh, some some prizes here and there, like from Director's mm. Guilds and what, whatnot. Yeah. Um, and some international um, movie movie festivals, etc. Uh, nothing really major, but... Yeah, yeah. It's still... Still. It's... Did you know that... I, I just saw this. There's a video game based on it. Uh, I did not know this. 
Which game? Shutter Island. Let's see. It's on PC. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of info about it, but yeah, there's a Shutter Island PC adventure game, apparently. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. I would, yeah. I would probably say, like, um, Evil Within kind of has have some Shutter Island. of oh, it, it, Like, yeah, Evil Within is yeah. a pure horror game, but there are some similarities, I think. Yeah, yeah I would agree. I would agree. Uh, I loved Evil Within, even though oh, I didn't yeah. finish I uh, I don't know. Uh, the second boss fight with Laura, I, I got stuck and I got annoyed. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. But I, I, did, I did something wrong. Like, there's a certain way you have to beat her and I didn't mm-hmm. figure it out. So, oh well. Yeah, Shutter Island. Really good movie. I have to agree. Uh, do watch it. It's, and as you said, all good actors. And maybe we should do, we can do this. Spoiler alert, guys, just for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, did you the twist? Did you see it coming the first time? No, I actually didn't. But when you know no, the twist, uh, the I mean, I, I thought that was... the twist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you know the twist, so yeah. much makes sense. Oh the yeah, movie. just oh. the fact uh, that when they arrive with the boat, there's guards with um, with guns out. Like, yeah. why would there be like ten guards? With guns yeah. greeting two detectives and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, uh, so, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's a great twist. I think. Really? Because it's it, that's the like genius in this movie. It's in your face almost, but it's mm. it's not obvious and like total obvious. I don't think. No, it doesn't. I would agree. Mm. Yeah, that's really well made. Yeah. So yeah, Shutter Island. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. It is good. I would agree. Um, I thought I would talk about a bit about one of my favorite Scorsese movies, which is Raging Bull. Yeah. If you've seen it, nice. It's from it's from 1980, and of course, it's based on a real char- character, uh, Jake LaMotta, and he was a boxer during the 40s and uh, 50s, I think. And it's kind of a story about his boxing and his uh, temper, because he, he had a, an awful temper. Uh, so yeah, it was a, an amazing movie. Had you seen it? Mm, yeah, I have. But it was like, i only seen it once, and it was a long time ago. But it's, mm-hmm. he got, uh, you know, it's Robert De Niro, it's Joe Pesci. He, he got this act, these actors that like, staple for Scorsese yeah yeah he formed a relationship with these guys early and they've been in so many Scorsese movies and they are always excellent oh yeah Um, agreed how come you like it so much I mean I love the acting as you just said Mm -hmm. great actors uh and of course the real Jake LaMotta said that De Niro you know, played him to perfection, basically. Mm. And actually, there's a, apparently, so uh, Jake LaMotta, he was abusive as hell. So there's a scene where he beats his wife in the movie. And when the real Jake saw this, he turned to, to his wife and said, was I really that bad? And she said, you were worse. Mm. So that's kind of a, yeah, that's kind of a sign out how bad it was. But yeah, I, I don't know. The, the story is great. You're thrown into it. And I don't know. I love when there's the protagonist isn't really a good guy. I kind of mm. like that. Yeah. Because, you know, he's fighting against his own demons. And, yeah, I just love it. And I do love that it's in black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I think it's a good good decision, actually. 
so yeah, I mean, it's a brutal movie. It's a raw one. You'll uh, you'll feel bad after watching it, but <laughs> yeah. I it Some of the best movies do. Mm. What you just said, like, really got me thinking about uh, a movie uh, I really liked, but it's it's a hard watch. Um, mm. Henry. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. portrait of a serial. Portrait of serial killer. Yeah. Uh, that's also yeah, yeah, like that... the protagonist is a serial killer, and you're yeah, yeah. basically following his day to day life. And it's, yeah. some scenes are really tough to watch, and just. It's not a Scorsese movie, so we keep it short, but um, it's a yeah, yeah. great movie. Um, and it makes you feel certain things you don't really feel that much. And I think that's why people like them. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Mm. No, but it's... Um, I mean, I like that movie as well, but as you said, it does make you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raging Bull, as I said, from 1980, and I do recommend uh, if you do like the movie, there is a book that Jake LaMotta wrote, Raging Bull, My Story, mm. which I recommend you reading if you like reading. <clears throat> so yeah, so I think before we move on to a new movie, maybe we could just uh, talk a bit about the themes that Scorsese has in his movies. Yeah. And one theme is guilt, I would say, that he uses that a lot, mm. uh, both religious and uh, yeah, just regular guilt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or what do you think about that? Yeah, he uses guilt. Uh, I would say that a lot of movies has that theme in some regard. And there's also a lot of corruption. It's a great, like a big theme he, he uses in his movies. I'm thinking about like The Departed and all the mafia movies or some kind of like yeah. he he uses some themes like guilt corruption uh what would you say more uh, yeah yeah i i mean one thing i'm thinking of is uh goodfellas uh yeah. which is of course you know you follow this guy where he gets into the mafia and he gets i mean at the start it's great you know he has money he has women you know he has drugs you know he he lives kind of a good life, but then guilt starts to get to him and corruption and everything, and his life starts to fall apart. Mm. And I think that's kind of a common thing in Scorsese's movies, that he kind of shows two sides of a coin, basically. <laughs> uh, where, yeah, sure, there are things that are great, but then the guilt will come back. Yeah, uh, And of course, when talking about mafia movies, Catholics, like Catholics, mm. you know, they're all Catholics, basically. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's a great kind of, what do you say, a theme to use? Because, as you say, it's so common. Yeah, Hopefully. one theme I really like is, you know, the loneliness and obsessionness a lot of his characters have. And mm -hmm. that, like, lonely, misunderstood people. I'm, think, I'm thinking about Shutter Island. Uh, like, there's a lot of mo emotional forces that they really <clears throat> can't control. Uh, Shutter yeah. Island taxi driver you know there's a lot of that going on and i, and I kind of like that uh, that that kind of theme uh, mm. because it's i don't know you know it sort of speaks to me in some way you know i'm i'm a bit of a lone wolf myself and you know mm. it's a theme that i can sort of like not always but sort of relate to uh, yeah Agreed. I agree. Uh, yeah, uh, he does yeah. some 
interesting characters in his movies and great uh, themes. He really does. Mm. I'm thinking, do you want to go ahead and talk about your next favorite movie with Scorsese? Uh, I would like to talk about a little bit about The Departed. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's also a movie that I I love. Uh, mm. Maybe not. I I don't think people would consider it it his best, but it's one of my favorites from him. Um, yeah. It came out in two thousand and six. It's this also this one has uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Matt Damon is in it. Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg. There's yeah. Some, like it's just filled with great actors like Martin Sheen. He's everybody know who that is. Yeah. Um. Mm. And it's it's about this undercover cop that's a mole in in this gang uh, in uh, Boston, and the, the Leonardo DiCaprio plays the mole, and you know you get to see both both sides. You get to see the undercover cop situation and his role in the in the mob and the relationship he has with this handler uh, at the police. And also, like Mark Wahlberg, Berg plays a detective in the police. That's a bit of a hothead. Yeah. And yeah, it's a it's a great like, it's a great like, it's a mob movie, um, yeah. like a more modern mob movie. Oh yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, yeah. like, and movies like Shutter Island and The Departed. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Every all of these movies are Scorsese movies, and they star Leonardo DiCaprio, and that's yeah. why Leonardo DiCaprio is one of my favorite actors because he's so good. Yeah. I, I, he doesn't have a bad Scorsese movie. I think. No, I agree. Do, um, do you like The Departed? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Um, of course, as you said, Leonardo, he always plays great. And then you have Jack Nicholson, which is my favorite actor of all time. Uh, and yeah. I would say that's his last good movie. Actually, he kind of retired like four years afterwards. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I agree. It is a great movie. Uh, and it is pretty long, but you'll, I don't know, a lot of Scorsese movies are long, but you'll, I don't know, you'll get used to it. <laughs> it's not... they, should, they could be longer. I, there, there's... They're not boring at yeah. any moment. Exactly. They're like even this. Um, the Departed is uh, uh, two and a half hours, and mm. the pacing is great. I think I don't have any problem with it at all. Same. Uh, for me, it's really close to a ten. Uh, yeah. If Shutter Island for me is a ten, this is probably a nine. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But it is really good. I gotta rewatch it. It was a couple of years ago I saw it. But yeah, it is really good. Okay, just I kind of looked up like frequent collaborators, uh, and the one he has collaborated most, like with on the most movies, is De Niro. He have uh, been in nine movies together, or not like he's made nine movies with De Niro and one short film. Mm. <laughs> and three of these movies, which are Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, and Goodfellas, are uh, you know what do you call them? You know movies that are historically important. You know they have a certain kind of thing. Why yeah. they put yeah, yeah, true classics. Too. Yeah, exactly. And then you have Leo. He has done five movies with uh, Scorsese. 
And then you have a lot of, you know, Joe Pesci, of course, he's done four. Harvey Keitel probably has some. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. And Those gangster guys, you know, that's always less <laughs> mafia movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I agree. The Departed. Check How it many out. has he done with uh, Al Pacino? Uh, has he done any? Let's see. Um, I'm, I'm looking at his performance. Oh, I would think about Heat. Uh, and I, I, oh. I confused Casino with Heat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Heat is really good, though. Yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. Casino 2. Two. Yeah, yeah. And funny you mentioned it because that's my next favorite movie, Casino. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that. So yeah. that's a mod movie from 95. And it stars De Niro and Joe Pesci. And of it's <laughs> Yeah. And it's basically about a guy who, and this is kind of funny because in the movie, I think he's a made guy, right? I think he's in the mafia. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they've said in real life he wasn't in the mafia. He was kind of more of an associate. So that's kind of a, I don't know. I do kind of get it why they said he was in the mafia. But he runs a casino in las vegas and it's yeah it's about the dealings there and of course with joe pesci who plays a psychotic character as always yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but um i don't know it's a great one it's a really long movie uh that really never bores you you'll be glued to your seats for three hours mm. and i love the performances and the yeah just everything about it and the ending is so brutal i don't know if you've seen it yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know the scene in the, in the cornfield uh yeah that's super brutal you're like oh damn yeah. and it just keeps going uh but yeah casino i think i mean i would say goodfellas maybe is a bit more easier to watch if you want to get into scorsese i don't know i, I yeah i just think it's yeah, a I, would, of... I would think goodfellas is a easier watch for sure yeah um, you should watch both but maybe start with the goodfellas yeah yeah okay uh but yeah casino what else yeah we have james woods sharon stone don rickles a lot of good actors and actresses mm. so yeah that's my second uh favorite of course you see me not like rank the second i'm talking about i have a hard time ranking stuff yeah <laughs> like ranking scorsese movies is really tough um especially yeah. your favorites like mine is my absolute favorite is chatrainan then all mm. the other ones that i love uh, it's you know around that nine area it would be hard to make a real top five they could all switch yeah, yeah. A clear number one and the the two to five would could switch anytime yeah. uh, basically uh, i think it would be interesting to talk a little bit about the irishman um oh yeah it came out in 2019 and this too stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. That's... He plays Jimmy Hoffa in this movie. Yeah, he does. Uh, Joe Pesci, um, Ray Romano from Everybody Knows Ray. <laughs> I think most of us have seen yeah. at, at least one episode. Yeah. That one. Um, Jesse Plemons is in this one. Mm. Um, and he's in every movie right now. Uh, but anyway, The Irishman, the reason I want to talk about The Irishman is because it's, I think it was the first time they used the de-aging technology in yeah. the movie. Mm. Basically, uh, like all these these actors are very old now. And oh, yeah. 
it's about this hitman called Frank who looks back at his story. Um, and basically it's about the disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa. Um, yeah. I think everybody knows who Jimmy Hoffa was. Yeah, and yeah. they use this... It's a lot of, obviously, a lot of flashbacks. He's in a home. Uh, yeah. Like... A retirement. Um, yeah, he's a, he's he's an old person in a like retirement home. Yeah, Robert mm. De Niro. And he basically tells this story. And they use this de-aging technique to make them look... About 30 years younger. Oh, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> and it looks yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and it's, I, I don't know, when I watched it, I, I split it up into four parts. So yeah. it was kind of like a mini series. And it was really nice to do that. Cause, yeah, because I don't know. It's three and a half hours. It's very yeah, yeah. long. <laughs> it is. It's really long. Um, but yeah. And of course. It's interesting because the story by Jimmy Hoffa is interesting as hell. And mm. I don't know, people like Mafia guys who have seen it have said that that's not what happened with Hoffa, uh, but we'll never know for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. But it, it is a really good one, absolutely. Yeah. And as you said, the aging technology is... Yeah, th that's really cool. Um, we, we'll probably see it in some movies in the future, but I, I think this was the first movie that really it was a main tool for them mm. to to use this um, yeah and it got uh, it was released on netflix actually it's a netflix movie which yeah. is i think i think it was supposed to be like a studio movie like a big you know studio movie but they tried to make this i if i recall correctly they tried to make this for a long long time and then finally you know, and and studios were a bit like, hmm, 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 it's a tough movie to sell, you know, yeah, um, because it's because of the story, it's long, etc. But and then Netflix picked it up, so they finally could do it, yeah. Um, and I'm and, happy uh, they did because it's a really good movie about a, a modern mystery, yeah, basically. I mean, it's it's also fun because Joe Pesci he he had retired mm, when this movie yeah. was made. They came back just for this. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Scorsese had to ask him like fifty times before he took the part. Yeah. So that's <laughs> interesting. Uh, but I'm glad he got he came back for that because, as you said, they're all in your Pesci. He's seventy-eight, seventy-nine. De Niro, I think De Niro will be eighty this year. Mm. Pacino is eighty-two. Scorsese will be eighty. So, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. getting old. This could very well be the last hurrah for that, yeah. you know, group. Absolutely, um, I do think it will be that. So you should people, if you haven't seen the Irishman, uh, listeners, you should. But maybe do like Chris did, you know split mm. up into into a mini series watch 45 minutes here then next day 45 yeah. again etc yeah yeah boy that's kind of interesting kind of just to talk about how because you know we watch movies quite a lot mm. uh, but if you have can you do that with other movies because of course this is kind of you know it's a four-hour movie basically but if you have a movie 
and you're watching it, can you kind of pause it halfway through and then finish it the next day? Because I can't do that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'll have to watch it. I can. I, I, sometimes I have a bit of a um, problem with my... I have a can have a bit of a problem some days to concentrate for like two hours. Like one and a half movies that's around uh, ninety minutes is like mm. the sweet spot for me. Uh, yeah, and base probably that's why I like horror movies and comedies a lot because they're usually around that mark. When yeah. you go to movies that are uh, two ten, two twenty, and they're getting over two hours. Um, I tend to have a little bit hard sometimes, but if it's a good movie, I don't have a problem at all with it. Um, yeah. And, but if it's like a like a Scorsese movie, I usually I have no problem watching mm. those. Yeah. Um, but I did watch The Irishman in two sittings. Okay. Because it was yeah. just so freaking long. <laughs> it is. Uh, I the only one I can think of besides this is when I saw the Seven Samurai, which I talk about in my solo episode, uh, uh, which is that one is three and a half hours, and I had to watch that in two sittings because that was I don't know, it's a long movie. I started watching it at like eleven. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, uh, let's continue. Maybe I should mention one of my favorite ones, and we we've talked about it a bit, uh, but uh, that is Taxi Driver. Mm. from 76 and of course that has the story of uh, I forget his name what's his name in the movie uh, uh, I don't know. he's called Travis, Travis Bickle yeah Travis Bickle yep. yeah he, he's uh, a recently discharged uh, Vietnam, War, Vietnam War vet mm. who's uh, living in New York working as a cab driver and of course he has PTSD and he has insomnia and that's kind of, I would say, the the story. Basically, you know, mm. we follow his life, how he's trying to adapt into society. And this wasn't a common thing during the seventies, right? Because the war had just ended, and yeah, yeah, and the acting is superb. Uh, oh, apparently, Zero, yeah, worked as a cab driver for three months to <laughs> train for this part. So yeah, I love it. It's amazing. And this of course. Is a... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, this is a great, like, when we talked about themes earlier, like, this is a great example. We, maybe we said that, or I said that, but he's like this loner, he's mentally unstable, he's struggling with his his emotions um, of, like, when he drives taxi during the night, he sees a lot mm-hmm. of sleazy shit, and he, he got this urge for violence, basically. Uh, yeah. So... It's a lot of about his he 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 him controlling his emotions and what he does with his emotions and what, what yeah happens basically. And of course, this has the famous uh, quote: "You talking to me?" Mm. Which has yeah has become an iconic line. And he, it's the, I think everybody has seen the the Halloween costume uh, when he from this movie. Yeah, yeah, like right. <laughs> it's yeah, it's famous. It's yeah, and uh, kind of a weird fact, but this movie it got some controversy in '81 because John Hickley Jr. used this movie as a motive to attempt to kill 
uh, Ronald Reagan who was a president back then. Uh, so, yeah, but then I don't know. They kind of got past it. Hmm. So yeah, uh, but yeah, Taxi Driver. Uh, I I was way too old when I saw it. I, I I'm kind of ashamed of how long I waited before I saw it. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, I think I was like 23, maybe 22, 23. Uh, so yeah, but oh well, I've seen it and I love it. Yeah. Do you have another movie? that you want to mention like if i want to mention we have talked about i think his his absolute best movies now mm. yeah. but we we could give a shout out to the wolf of wall street oh yeah absolutely um, it's like you said it's a real story about this person called jordan belfort um he was a stockbroker um and it's basically how he scammed the whole like Wall Street stock. Yeah. yeah. It's a crime movie, obviously. A lot of corruption. We talked about that mm-hmm. as a theme. And yeah, and these two got uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in the lead. <laughs> and also, like, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill plays amazing in this. Uh, Margaret Robbie is uh, mm-hmm. Leonardo's wife, or, or to be, oh, spoiler, <laughs> to be wife. Yeah, uh, Matthew McConaughey. He doesn't have a real big role, but he's in it. Mm. Uh, so John Bernthal is in it. There's yeah. great actors, um, and it's it's. I would say this this is sort of a comedy, almost. Mm. It's very humorous. It's oh, yeah. a crime yes. movie, but it's a lot of comedy in it. Yeah, I love. I love the scene where he has taken uh, some kind of drug, and he's yeah, trying quaaludes. to quaaludes. Quaaludes, yeah, the, and he's the trying to car scene. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. <laughs> when, uh, like when you when you see it the scene the first time, it's like he he actually gets home, yeah. <laughs> and then he wakes up basically, and he recalls uh, the memories again, and he is so fucked up, and he yeah. doesn't drive. He basically hits everything. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then, of course, kind of a I don't know. I would say it's kind of an achievement, but this movie is the movie with the most f bombs used. And of course, I'm not counting documentaries or movies that are you know the purpose is to swear. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, this movie has uh, the f word dropped 569 times, which means that they say fuck three times a minute. That's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely that's crazy. Really, that's a, a whole lot of fucks. Wow. So yeah. yeah. Uh, if you don't like profanity, don't watch it. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good, really good movie, I gotta say. Um, did I have anything else I want to mention? Yeah, I kind of want to just give a tip of uh, his movie, The Last Temptation of Christ, mm-hmm. which is, of course, about Jesus Christ and Willem Dafoe plays jesus christ what is it like a, uh, a frog what is it he says in how much a mother it sounds like a frog replying yeah Willem. yeah um yeah it's uh, it's an interesting movie i mean uh, i don't know have you seen passion of the christ the mel gibson one uh, i have yeah yeah and th- that's also a good one but that's pretty brutal yeah, that's uh, really brutal. Yeah, yeah, this is more, I would say, 
a different take on Jesus' crucifixion. Mm. So I did like it a lot. Uh, yeah, so I recommend The Last Temptation of Christ if you haven't seen it. I haven't so, seen yeah. it. I should watch uh, it. Yeah. Okay, so do you think, do you feel like we have any, anything we've missed or do you, you want to mention about Scorsese? We probably have some some movie like we should <laughs> yeah. talk about because he's Gangs of New York, great movie. Uh, um, yeah. We mentioned The Aviator. Yeah. Um, Cape Fear, I've heard good things about. I haven't seen that actually. Same, I haven't um, seen it. But he got he, he. I would say like, for a movie lover, you could probably choose any movie from his catalog and be happy at least. Yeah. Maybe maybe some of his movies are obviously better than others, but he's mm. a great director. Oh yeah. He really is. We should yeah. probably highlight. Uh, he does have a movie coming out uh, this year uh, mm -hmm. called "Killers of the Flower Moon." Uh, I'm really looking forward about that one. It stars Jesse Plemons um, and Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Brendan yeah. Fraser. Uh, great actors, uh, as usual, with these movies. Yeah. And then he has a movie that's announced that comes out in. To uh, next year, um, mm. uh, called Roosevelt. Um, it's Leonardo DiCaprio again. He's hunting <laughs> for that. Uh, uh, he's coming for Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah. Actually, with the most collapse. Uh, yeah. But I think it's great that um, Leonardo DiCaprio and, and uh, Scorsese has such a good relationship and does movie a lot of movies together because mm. it's it's like Leo and. Um, Quentin Tarantino like yeah. Leo has really found some directors he works so good with uh, works so well with both of them yeah um, and does a lot of movies with them we should talk we should do one of these episodes with uh, about Tarantino um, absolutely so. Tarantino is great yeah yeah um, but yeah all right so there you had it, a talk about Scorsese, one of the most famous filmmakers of all time. Yeah. So yeah, uh, do, the, I don't know. If, I would I just know. say one time yeah. before we end this, yeah. it's absolutely crazy it's only won one Oscar. Yeah. Absolutely. How? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> how, how is that even possible? But yeah. yeah. And it was for The Departed of all movies, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a night off, do pop in some Scorsese and enjoy, because you will enjoy it, i got to say. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Cheerio. Cheerio, cheerio.